Hello and welcome everybody to Web and Beyond Live for July 20th, 2021. Uh, we're coming in on Tuesday instead of Monday because I was off for the weekend. And so welcome everybody. And this is Web and Beyond Live. I'm uh, Ray Sidney Smith. I'm president of W3 Consulting and managing director of W3C Web Services, which provides affordable WordPress and web hosting, both shared, dedicated, as well as VPS hosting for small businesses. We also do domain registration services and other web-related uh, services for small businesses businesses in Web and Beyond Live. I like to just talk to you about digital marketing news and all kinds of things that are helpful to you as small businesses marketing out there on the web, mobile, social media, and beyond. Uh, this week is our social media updates episode for July 2021. And so I'm going to be covering all of the various social media news that has been happening over the past month. We have a lot to cover. And so I'm going to hop right into our news this week. And uh, let me get my uh, screen up and working for you. Uh, so first and foremost, YouTube has launched shorts in uh, all regions. So everybody now has access to YouTube shorts. Uh, this is the, uh, if you want to think about it as like the TikTok style uh, videos uh, that we've all come to know. Oh, YouTube has now uh, launched the shorts option. This is the portrait style videos that are, I think, a, a minute or less, and they allow you to be able to now uh, display those portrait style videos in the YouTube mobile experience. And so definitely take advantage of it. It's now available to everybody. It's been out in the States for quite some time, but if you're uh, not specifically in the States all the time where you have audience elsewhere, now they'll be able to see it. It's just a quick uh, kind of divergence from social media, but because emojis uh, tend to be in so much of social media, I wanted to include this here, but Google has redesigned their universal emojis. Those are now coming to Android, Gmail, and Chrome OS. They will likely scale out to other platforms as well. You'll see them in YouTube and, and other places uh, in, uh, in the latter part of this year. And so it'll be a part of uh, Android 12, but you will see this start showing up in other places like Gmail and otherwise, probably a little bit earlier than that. And so this is really great. We'll see more and more uh, emojis. I think they're adding almost a thousand new emojis to the platform. And this will, of course, increase uh, people's ability to use emojis for them to be more inclusive and for us to really be more creative with regard to our use of uh, you know this new language <laughs> that we use, which are emojis. I was very resistant to the emoji world. And now, you know, uh, 10 years later, I am fully immersed in using emojis for all kinds of things and really see its value in communicating. So uh, go out there and use those emojis in your social media. Uh, next is Apple is uh, is going out there and uh, uh, working with Goldman Sachs to build out a buy now, pay later option. Uh, this says it's rivaling the, uh, the firm, uh, you know, company. This also is built into PayPal and other services. So I can see how this can be useful to Apple and in just the, the generalized context. But I think this is also a challenge to the social media platforms, as I'll talk about later, because Facebook and others are really bringing these payment uh, capabilities to their social platforms. Apple wants to be competitive in that space. And I think this is probably a, 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 a challenge uh, to that reality. Okay. Uh, next up is a, uh, a longer article. I'm not going to get into this uh, in depth, but the link will be in the video description or in the podcast notes. So you can go ahead and check this out. But what uh, this these folks did um, on on business to, uh, to community, what they did was they put together the uh, Facebook ads costs in 2021. And they gave some good tips for being able to figure out how to really get your best ad spend that is your advertising budget 
out there. Uh, this was uh, research from WordStream and Local IQ. And so what they did was they just put together all of this data here, and it's it's actually really, really useful. I don't have time, like I said, for it here, uh, but just a couple of the mainline items. Facebook is still the most popular place to be advertising. LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram are the most widely used for, for advertising in terms of social. And they also give you, uh, you know, some data regarding all of the pieces. But the the pieces here that I wanted to just point out for, for you was that the average CPCs, um, cost per clicks, for the four major social media advertising platforms in 2021 were Twitter at $0.38 cents cost per click. Uh, for Facebook, it was $0.97 cents cost per click. Instagram was $3.56 CPC. And then LinkedIn was $5.26 cost per click. So you could just see the kind of the average there. I don't know whether that was a modal average or not. But the idea here is that you can kind of see what the average is here. And that's important for you to just be aware of if you need to get a certain number of people through your digital doorway, understand this is about the average that you can calculate for budgeting purposes. So there's a lot more in this article. I really highly recommend that if you're planning on doing any level of social advertising, and really today, you do have to pay to play in order to be a part of the social ecosystem if you don't already have a following. So this is really something that you should be paying attention to. Okay. Uh, next is an article. Again, I'm not going to get into the, the deep layers here, but it's actually really important for us to kind of think how Facebook is thinking about the next uh, you know, few years uh, at Facebook. And so Facebook has gone out there and they've they've kind of put this article together to, to think about what the next um, era of Facebook is really going to look like. And they talk about their mission, building meaningful connections between people and businesses. And uh, this is actually the first time I've actually ever heard their mission. So it's really good. Building meaningful connections between people and businesses is, is just a good thing to know about them. But they, uh, they talk about this, that they, um, to quoting the article, they said, to achieve it, we had to uh, get a few big things right. First, leading the shift from desktop to mobile, then setting the standard for personalized ads so businesses could reach the right customers, and during the pandemic, helping millions of businesses keeping their doors open and millions more open them virtually for the first time, end quote. And so now in this personalized era, what they want to do is they want to focus on four key areas, pr privacy-enhancing technologies, product and business discovery, commerce and business tools beyond marketing. And in the article, they talk about all of the various things that they're doing in each of those uh, categories of the world for their kind of personalization of the platform. So very interesting to see. I'm sure that their competitors will be paying attention to this. And so you will see the other social networks really vying for attention. We have Twitter and TikTok and others that are really buying uh, more mindshare in uh, different capacities. So we'll see how Facebook goes ahead and tries to challenge those uh, with Instagram and WhatsApp and so on and so forth. Continuing on in the Facebook news, Facebook has uh, launched a, uh, a new set of features uh, for what they call knowledgeable experts in Facebook groups. Again, I don't want to get into the uh, super particulars here, but admins can basically designate group experts in Facebook groups. Uh, they, they now allow you to be able to kind of put those people into the space. So if you're a subject, subject matter expert or whatnot, you can go ahead as an admin and identify those people as experts in the systems that allows people to go ahead, uh, you know, to to basically appoint uh, other community members who can help out in that sense. So um, some other 
interesting pieces of those features uh, built into it. And you can check them out in Facebook groups. If you have a Facebook group, it'll automatically prompt you with uh, the fact that those features are now available and how to use them. Uh, uh, Facebook is also now, as I said before, you know, Apple all of a sudden announces this partnership with Goldman Sachs, uh, with Goldman to be able to pull this buy now, pay later uh, feature into their Apple Pay uh, functions. Uh, Facebook is now trying to get Facebook Pay, which is, if you don't know, Facebook's platform for being able to utilize payment on Facebook itself. So you can buy things directly using uh, a Facebook type account. Facebook is now giving this uh, money and uh, sending and receiving functionality. They want to be able to uh, extend that beyond the borders of facebook.com and the Facebook applications. They are trying to get those onto now third-party platforms, participating platforms where you'd be able to use Facebook Pay in, say, Shopify and other types of, of, of platforms, e-commerce platforms. So we're going to start to see now a Facebook Pay button showing up in places. So be mindful of that uh, with your own point-of-sale system, how you're going to handle that regarding inventory, and how you're going to handle that regarding remittance. So, you know, just uh, decide if you you have a Shopify account, are you going to be taking Facebook pay? Is that something that you can even turn off in your e-commerce system? Those kinds of things are things that you should start be thinking about, start to be thinking about because it's going to start happening very soon. Uh, Facebook just also announced a billion dollar investment into a, uh, a funding initiative for new creators. So if you happen to be starting a business where you are a creator, something to think about if you want to start, you know, and, and, you know, really, to be quite honest, you know, anybody who is a business owner who then wants to start putting out their expertise as an extension of their marketing, this may be really good for you to be able to then extend a new revenue source, diversifying your revenues and bringing in those folks in that sense. So the announcement uh, says that it'll invest a billion dollars in programs for creators over the next 18 months. And so this is really important for those people who want to be able to create that level of uh, growth in terms of audience. And if Facebook is there to help you do that, I, I say take advantage of it, right? And uh, so just check it out. There's links here into in this article uh, to the program and see if it's something that uh, fits your, uh, you know, your, your needs. All right. Uh, next up is uh, Facebook has launched a new platform called Facebook Bulletin. This is a newsletter program that is to rival Substack and Review, which is the email newsletter program that's actually owned by Twitter. We've talked about this before. And so Bulletin is now live. You can go ahead and uh, check out these independent creators and uh, you know visit their publications, subscribe to them. You can go ahead and buy premium subscriptions to them, of course, using Facebook Pay, and then uh, access additional content, additional access of, of features in the system and connect with the uh, subscriber only groups that are in there. And so this is a very, very interesting move by Facebook to combine a little bit of Clubhouse, a little bit of Substack, and a whole lot of Facebook groups all into one, uh, you know, kind of easy, convenient place for creators to do this. Now, you know, my opinion on this, I think that, you know, putting your eggs in uh, all in one big platform basket is dangerous uh, for the business. But for many people, this is going to be the easiest uh, path of least resistance, right in that sense. And so they will go and do it. And so just be mindful that you'll see more and more of this proliferate. 
I would say, you know, use your own email marketing program, uh, if at the very least diversify by using something like Substack uh, that is independent of these larger platforms. Uh, Patreon has these this capability, Memberful has this capability. So you have a lot of these capabilities you can build into your own website, you can use your own email marketing platform, uh, email marketing service provider, your EMSP to be able to do this as well. So uh, these are all possibilities, but Facebook Bulletin is now here. And if you believe that, you know, you're all in on Facebook, then you could potentially use this as well. All right. Uh, on to Instagram. Instagram recently made kind of a, a blanket notice uh, to everyone via this uh, tweet from Adam Masseri uh, from, at, at uh, Instagram. And basically, they said they're going um, very deeply into video. They want to focus on four key areas, right? Well, we talked about Facebook having those four key areas for personalized experiences. Here, Instagram is making the statement that they want to build out new features, primarily in the video space. They're really going to be focusing on video over photos uh, as it relates to Instagram, but they're really focusing on key, four key areas of their platform, creators, video, shopping, and messaging. And this really rightly aligns with Facebook's movement toward, you know, privacy focused items, commerce, and all of these other pieces of the personalized experiences that they're going for. So that makes a lot of sense. Continuing on in Instagram, Instagram has finally allowed for stories drafts coming to all users. So very, very soon, you will be able to uh, be able to um, save stories, these stories will be saved for seven days uh, before they expire. So if you are in the process of creating a bunch of stories all at once, you can go ahead and do that, you can save those drafts directly on your phone. And now you'll have those stories as drafts waiting for you. And then you'll be able to um, release them as you as you need to. Also, remember, if you're using the Facebook Business Suite app, you can now from the desktop, as well as from the mobile applications, create those stories and manage them inside of the pieces, respectively. And so that gives you a little bit more control over being able to do some of that story creation and scheduling directly from the web desktop, and then doing some management stuff on the business suite application. And then in addition, now you have inside of the Instagram mobile app, the ability to save those stories as drafts. I wonder if the business suite will actually synchronize those. I'm not sure yet. We'll see once it rolls out. I haven't seen uh, the, the version in my own system yet to be able to test it. So we'll see how those pieces work out um, for us there. Uh, next is Instagram is increasing accessibility, which is just fantastic. So now uh, Instagram is extending its auto captioning functionality from IGTV uh, over to stories. So in uh, the very near future, we will start to see on screen text automatically upload. So you can now watch a video completely with no audio and read the captions uh, in the stories via a sticker that can be applied by the user. So when you're publishing stories, I would highly recommend that you add those stickers, both it provides the ability for people who are at work or in an environment where they're not capable of listening to the audio. Many times I don't have the Instagram audio turned on at all. So if there's a video and it has audio, I swipe by, right by it because I don't want the audio playing. I just want to kind of um, scroll through. It's usually late at night and I don't want to wake anybody. And uh, and so it's it's one of those things. Now that those stickers that allow you to turn on the on-screen text will allow uh, you know me to consume that content that I otherwise wouldn't have consumed. Next is Instagram is testing a new reshare sticker so that it tells people that this this piece of content has been reshared from someone else. This is kind of a, you know, a nice way to uh, give people a, uh, um, a, a um, more credit for um, having, you know, reshared somebody else's content. So this is a nice 
piece there. I think there there is more and more, um, you know, um, uh, Instagrammers who particularly don't care because they want to see people remixing content, especially a la Instagram reels. But I think in the story space, it can be useful. I wish that there was uh, just a nicer, easier way for things to be reshared uh, in, in Instagram in the story space, like stories to stories. Uh, right now, only if you're mentioned in a story, can you actually reshare that story? You can you can share, uh, reshare posts, but the Instagram stories resharing is a little bit still uh, funky. So Hopefully they figured all this out and, and Instagrammers won't get too up in uh, arms about it. But I really do feel like we should be be able to, to curate content easily on Instagram as we do on Facebook and Twitter and other platforms. And I feel like Instagram still holds people back in that sense. And I understand why they want people to be creating content. But at the same time, you know, for many people, uh, especially my business, where we are really curating much of the content as much as we are creating content, we want to be able to uh, reshare effectively. Uh, next is just a little bit of um, closing the loop on some Facebook items. So we went from Facebook to Instagram. Uh, this is about Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger has added a new feature, which are called sound emojis. Uh, I, <laughs> this is uh, really strange uh, to me, but you uh, will now have the ability to send sounds like clapping and crickets and drum roll and even evil laughter. <laughs> These audio clips will uh, then uh, play in the uh, chat feed uh, if you're chatting with someone via Messenger. So that's what that's what sound emojis are. And we'll see what happens uh, with people utilizing sound emojis. <laughs> uh, okay, over to WhatsApp, which is also owned by Facebook. Uh, they have gone ahead and uh, in implemented uh, group calls and in this particular case, um, uh, uh, these are called joinable calls. Uh, and so uh, it's it's very interesting to me. It's basically a clubhouse competitor in its own right. And so you've had group calls and group video calls in WhatsApp for some time now. Uh, but these joinable calls uh, are, are interesting because you can basically, uh, it says, it basically, you, you can drop in and drop out of these calls akin to kind of like, uh, a um a, a a clubhouse room and so you can you can leave you can rejoin it's kind of like google meet to me but in an, in this you know video room concept uh inside of the whatsapp application so interesting to me i don't particularly know how many people are going to utilize this in whatsapp but since whatsapp is very popular in certain regions of the world uh, we'll see those folks potentially uh take it up and, and use it quite quite a lot so it's good that it's added. It's it's a nice it's a nice feature. We'll see we'll see if people use uh, joinable calls. Okay, over to TikTok. Uh, TikTok is interesting for a number of reasons this month. One, it reached the three billion user mark. Uh, that is, if you include its Chinese. Uh, um, the, the the Chinese users of its application, that application is called Douyin. And so uh, so TikTok in the rest of the world, <laughs> Douyin inside of China. And so uh, collectively, uh, those applications now have over 3 billion users. So it's reached that level of, of Facebook size. Um, very interesting to me. I, I still, uh, you know, I, I, I'm Maybe I'm just getting old, <laughs> but I don't think of TikTok as being all that uh, useful in, in my own world. But I still think that it's important to those who are interested in being able to be seen there that if you're not going to engage on TikTok in terms of, of, of organic content, then you certainly need to do enough organic content to be able to do ads. Because remember, those ads are basically a replication of organic content. So you have to have to do really good 
uh, you know, content and then repurpose those con those content pieces as ads in my perspective. So uh, in that in that same vein, TikTok has made some changes. TikTok has tripled its length of videos. So, uh, you know, YouTube shorts, as I said earlier, 60 seconds or less. Uh, TikTok now has increased their 60 minute length limit to three minutes. Your TikTok videos can now be up to three minutes in length. Uh, and I think, uh, again, they're just uh, paying attention to what is going on on their platform and they're realizing that they can increase the length there. Uh, TikTok is also doing something very interesting. TikTok for Business is hosting what they're calling the Small Business Block Party running from, I believe, August to November. Uh, let's see here, what are the dates for these? Uh, so, August 5th to November 18th, uh, they are running what they're calling small business block parties. And these are workshops that are happening throughout the United States. And so you can RSVP to attend these. And what they're doing is they're just throwing these uh, block parties. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess that they are um, part celebration, part workshop. And so they'll be, yeah, they're, they're interactive workshops for small business uh, interested in building communities and growing on TikTok. So if you have, for some reason, not been able to kind of understand and get started with TikTok, this is the place to do it. If you feel like TikTok is a place that you want to engage on, uh, then go for it. Um, there are, you know, ones happening throughout these regions. You can go ahead and sign up for them in your region and attend them or maybe take a trip and go, uh, go check them out. So I'm probably going to try and, and check out one or two of these myself and go to one of the workshops just for the fun of it and uh, see what's going on. So uh, small business block party. If you go to uh, the link in the show notes or in the video description, you can go ahead and click on the RSVP and check it out. And uh, last but not least in the TikTok news, TikTok has launched something called resumes. And this is, again, just extending toward the small business space. They are giving uh, business owners a place to find employees. And that means TikTok users can go ahead and put their resumes on TikTok and be found by employers. So interesting uh, kind of step into LinkedIn space, I suppose, uh, you know, Indeed and and other uh, and, and Monster and whatever other, you know, uh, uh, job platforms. Not quite sure why they're doing this, but interesting move. And we'll see if it's uh, more a nod to uh, small businesses and just showing their embrace of small business in that sense. So uh, just a quick note about Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat has launched their new uh, 3D Bitmojis. And so uh, we've talked about this in, in last month's uh, uh, Small Business uh, Social Media Updates episode where Snapchat has really launched more and more in the uh, augmented reality and uh, you know 3D and other you know, pieces of virtual reality. Um, they're really moving in that space. They've got their AR glasses, uh, their, their Snapchat lenses, those the physical uh, glasses that they've created. They have done a lot in their technology to be able to create augmented reality with their stickers and otherwise. This is the next step there where they're, they've created 3D Bitmojis you can put on different designer clothing, uh, you know, you can put on Adidas uh, gear and other kinds of things in your Bitmojis, they are really working hard to push in that fashion space. And so I think that's very smart of them. And uh, they're going to continue to keep innovating in the augmented reality space. And business owners should really, you know, adhere, you know, kind of embrace it if they're if they're interested in doing more in the digital marketing space, a lot of of digital ads are going to go that way as well. And so we're going to start seeing augmented reality ads where people are capable of seeing an ad and not just uh, seeing the ad, but they'll be able to interact with the ad by seeing their own clothing, uh, you know, uh, you know, augmented reality clothing basically uh, superimposed on them. That's going to be a really uh, powerful technology. And you want to be able to take advantage of that. So 
pay attention to this. This is really coming down the pike and the technology is getting easier and easier to, to take advantage of. And uh, Snapchat is really leading the way there. And if you go back to last month's episode, you'll you'll hear me talk more about this function and these functions and some of the pieces there about it. Uh, a little note about Clubhouse. Uh, Clubhouse has had some, uh, you know, some ups and downs. The ups has been that they have recently established a, a, an exclusive deal with TED, uh, and uh, Clubhouse itself is the social audio network where you can go in and have these rooms and uh, basically have an audio-only space. It's not recorded, uh, unlike other platforms, and so it's kind of this serendipitous, you know, uh, you know. Uh, 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 space where you're capable of having conversation with others. And so they have now recently uh, created this partnership with TED. And so uh, TED, the the you know big conference and talk, you've probably seen them on YouTube and otherwise, uh, they've now released a, a series of rooms dedicated to different topics. And they'll be you know, they'll be hosting these various uh, TED Talks basically inside of these rooms. Very interesting uh, partnership. And uh, next is that the down on uh, Clubhouse is that Clubhouse initially had a partnership with NFL, and uh, NFL has recently left uh, their partnership with Clubhouse and have gone to Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces is Twitter's social audio rooms platform, the social audio component inside Twitter. Uh, it's a place that I'm really excited and and, and enjoy uh, utilizing and jumping into right now. And I'm a Twitter person, so that makes sense. And so, uh, but the NFL has now gone to Twitter Spaces, and I think this is going to be uh, really interesting to see going forward. But they will be hosting 20 live audio spaces during the 2021 football season. So very interesting to see uh, that happening. And then just to round out the Clubhouse news, Clubhouse has launched their own uh, DM feature. They call this back channel. And this now allows folks to basically have uh, conversations in the back channel. Um, so this is really, uh, you know, I think a really good uh, feature that was missing from the application. And so now Backchannel is live for all users on iOS and Android who are now able to go ahead and use Backchannel to basically direct message, uh, which you weren't able to do before. Uh, Twitter news. All right. So uh, sadly, Twitter is shutting down fleets. <laughs> this is their expiring tweets feature where you could uh, share a tweet uh, to a page or you could create your own, you know, content and put them up there in a fleet. It would disappear after 24 hours. Unfortunately, fleets is now disappearing. Clearly, it wasn't used as much. And so they're going to be getting rid of uh, a fleets, especially as they're making way for new features and new functions. One of those is that uh, Twitter is going to um, is, is currently testing new layouts for images. So they're just basically uh, giving people the ability to um, change the format of images in tweets. That'll be good for people. Uh, but at the same time, they're also giving people potentially a limited time to edit a tweet. This is really, really going to be fantastic. Um, so, you know, inevitably you send a tweet and then all of a sudden you see that you've made a spelling error or you have not included a, um, a negative uh, word, you know, like a modifier, like not or no or don't as opposed to do. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, that completely is the wrong message that I was trying to send. Uh, instead, you had to delete the message and resend it. That's annoying. Uh, now they may be, may be giving us a limited time to be able to edit a tweet before it you know, is seen by others and gains traction. So kind of like when you send an email and there's that button that says undo or stop sending of the message so you can go ahead and edit it before it really goes live. It's kind of giving you that moment to just review it and say, oh, did I actually make a mistake and uh, and fix things from there? Uh, in addition, Twitter post posting a tweet, you will now uh, start to see uh, reply controls to change 
who can reply to a message after you've tweeted it. So the circumstance here is, you know, uh, you, you put out a tweet today, uh, two years later, you know, something happens in the news uh, and there's some kind of political or uh, media trend that happens. And all of a sudden you have this older tweet that's taken out of context or that is not uh, that is misunderstood generally. And all of a sudden it goes viral in the wrong way. And your business has to deal with that issue. Well, you can go ahead now, uh, thanks to this update and go ahead and say, you know what, uh, only people who follow me can reply to this or only people I've mentioned in the tweet can reply to me in this message or do things with this or nobody at all, right? You can always delete the tweet, but sometimes you don't want to and that's not particularly useful. This is a new uh, piece that I think is useful for everybody to do that. And, uh, and then last but not least, Twitter has gone out and started to test this concept for uh, converting your profiles to a professional profile or business profile. This is right in line with what Instagram has done. Of course, Facebook with Facebook pages, LinkedIn with LinkedIn company pages. Twitter is now going to that point. I think this is part of their their Twitter blue program, potentially, where you, where you can start paying for certain Twitter features. And I will happily, uh, you know, um, uh, pay Twitter so that they can go ahead and uh, provide me all the features I need as a business owner to be able to be effective on Twitter or more effective on Twitter than I am. And so I'm really excited to see Twitter making some, you know, just innovation in this space for themselves. I think that Twitter Twitter has a lot of opportunity, a lot of value to provide. And uh, and this is finally them really stepping out there and uh, spreading their wings in some in some way, shape or form. I think they have a lot of room to grow. You know, there's still a small social network. At, you know, I think it's 300, 400 million users. Uh, they have they have roughly half a billion users who log into the site every day. I think they could grow easily to a billion users if they if they were to uh, do some interesting stuff in the business space. So, looking forward to them making those changes there. And so, uh, with that, I believe we have reached the uh, the top of our news for this week regarding social media. And so um, if you have any questions, feel free to tweet those at me. Let me know what's going on. Uh, and if I've missed anything, certain, certainly let me know about that. And the uh, next couple of things we have going on in terms of events, if you go to www.webandbeyond.community, you can join our community. And in the community, of course, I post all of our events, including every week when we do Web and Beyond Live. Uh, if you go to Web and Beyond live.com, you'll find all of our past episodes, that kind of thing. You can also, of course, follow us on YouTube by subscribing to the channel and getting notifications of those when we go out there. It's also a podcast. So you're you can uh, subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast feed. And therefore, you will get those episodes audio only after the fact as well. Uh, we've come to the end of our time together. And so if you've enjoyed this live stream, feel free to click the thumbs up icon that helps us just make new small business friends. And so thank you for doing that. If you have a question, leave a comment, or you can tweet or message me, of course, on Twitter at W3 Consulting, W the number three consulting. And then, of course, you can join us here usually every Monday. I know today was a little bit different, but usually every Monday around 11 a.m. Eastern, we go live and I'm happy to answer questions live as well as uh, asynchronously. And so thanks so much for spending this web and beyond live with me. I'm Ray Sidney Smith on behalf of W3 Consulting and our subsidiary W3C Web Services. Have a great week ahead marketing your small business on the web and beyond.